What's good? This Shan. This is She Gets It Podcast. And uh, this is just a certain... I like a vent session because I got something to suit. What up, what up, what up? This is She Gets It Podcast. And this is just a sit-in. A vent session. The hate that hate created. Black in America. And that is with three Ks. Um, if you're in your feelings, please do not play this. If you're at work, do not play this out loud. If you're in public, do not play this on speaker. Wear your headphones, play this in your car, or in the privacy of your home. If you have kids around who are not of the age to be out about by themselves, do not have them around this. But if you are honest with your kids about society and the hate that's within society that they may have to deal with on a day-to-day basis with or without you, go ahead and let them listen. But till then, y'all enjoy. Let's go. Warning, we are talking heavy. Don't feel offended by separate individuals sharing opinion, be an adult, and understand that everybody can share their opinion. Not everybody needs to be agreed with, but respect. Let's get into it. If you really want to do reparations, um, we'll take a white person who, who makes whatever you make, minimum wage, whatever you make. Mm-hmm. You, they go to work, they come home, but the money that they make do not go to them. It goes to a black person. We decide what we're going to do with that money, how much money you get. We decide where you're going to stay in, where you're going to live, how much food you get. We decide when I want to sleep with your woman and your children. Mm. If you really, really want to wanna, wanna help the blacks, and give us our reparations. Let's talk about that. Hmm. I got one better. What's up? Not even do minimum regular workers, quote unquote, whites. Let's do the millionaires when they reach a certain threshold. Now you have stepped into reparation income. Okay. A percentage of what you make Mm-hmm. From this dollar amount on, has to go to a family from a African American background. I like that. I That's like that. how you're gonna keep shape equal. That's how you're going to understand how it feels to be living under limitations. Right. That's where you're gonna find people are more compassionate. That's where you're gonna find people looking forward to, you know. Okay, let them make their millions. Let them make their thousands. Let them have their business. Because I know once their money gets to, to a certain, some black family is going to be better. Exactly. And that's not happening now. They, uh, uh, this is what I've told <laughs> many people is the reason why European um, people or Anglo-Saxon people do a lot of wild I would have never thought to do that type of shit shit is because 
they have never had a real struggle in life. They have never been in a position where they had to feel right. true value of life. Of life. So they feel like, I'm going to go do this wild shit because if I fall and die, I'm going to just get another life. Right. Like, and I like feel like that's how they live. They live lawless. They live without limitations in their mind. And do you know how great round people could be if they were allowed to have a mind without limitations? No limitations? Are you serious? And that's what it is. And people need to stop acting like we just think small. No, a lot of brown people think small because they're given a box to live in, a box to think in, and that's it. You got to be a brave, wise individual to break out of that box and feel like you deserve more and you deserve better. Not everybody is like that. And then you look at this generation that has no morals, no compassion, because they never had somebody providing that. Wasn't nobody there to provide that. You know, if their fathers are not there, then they have stressed mothers. Right. Which gives you an unstable kid, which gives you an unstable teen, which gives you a lost adult, which leads to more kids lost. Lost. So then you're just creating bodies on a planet lost. And I feel like at a certain point, society, government has to take accountability for the fact that you know what centuries and decades of fucked up shit has helped what is today that's a great way to look at that because I have the perfect example I live on the south side of Atlanta okay Mm -hmm. I worked in North Atlanta and Dunwoody okay If I called the police in South Atlanta for emergency, they say, okay, we'll send somebody out. It's going to take them 20 plus minutes, no matter if they're six minutes down the road. Okay? Okay. I was at work in Dunwoody, and I called a police officer for an emergency because I was told to. They told me, okay, we have an officer that'll be out in five minutes. Please call me if anything else changes. Wow. That's a completely different dynamic with me calling the same Atlanta officers. And that shouldn't be. That's a different type of care. That's a different type of consideration. And that's the shit that shouldn't be, but that's what it is. I got one better for you. True story. Um, I had an apartment and it was me and my one of my best one of my friends we had an apartment here in Riverdale okay. uh, I went outside south of Atlanta uh, yep south of Atlanta okay um, I went outside was, was going to work early in the morning I went outside to start up her car and smelled something funny she had a actual gas leak when I started the car up it caught on fire the whole car caught on fire I was inside of it Wow. You know, luckily I got out of it, whatever, blah, blah, blah. We called the fire department because she was outside. She had a cell phone, called the fire department on the spot. 
The fire department, five minutes away. I promise you not. Five minutes away. By the time they got to us, it would had to be at least 30, 40 minutes. The car had burned down to what? ashes. Burned her car down. It's two cars beside her burned down by the time they got there. The fire department was five minutes away. Five minutes. <laughs> and that's the difference. That's the difference. Listen. I was near um, 85, Highway 85, and it was a Range Rover that caught on fire. Mm-hmm. Um, near 17th Street is a police station right there, but where it was on the highway was the opposite direction, so they had to go down to go up. Okay. I kind of understand that. But at the same time, once that Range Rover started catching fire on the highway, Dang. it took them... 15 to 20 minutes to get there. But four fucking fire trucks showed up. <laughs> four fire trucks. So there's a there's a difference, plain as day, as to four what matters. Yes. Wow. I'm just like, okay. Okay. And that is why <laughs> um you know, we feel things to a whole nother different level. Right. That is why we think on a whole nother different level. That is why we hurt on a whole nother different level. And that is why it's hard for us to explain that hurt in a positive way where it may come off negative to society and they feel like, oh, they are always angry. Right. But there's dumb shit inconsiderate shit that we have to deal with on a daily basis like I had to leave a job that I was licensed to do because a white older male in his 60s had no manners or if he had manners they weren't deserving for me who felt like it was okay for me to work and for him to throw me money across the desk. Shit like... Shit like that would make me be like, oh, I want to say something. I want to do something right now. But if I do it, I'll play into the stereotypical wording that black women are always angry. Right. Black women don't know how to carry themselves in a workplace. And a lot of times in society, disrespectful things are done to us where we can't even react. We're not allowed to. And we haven't been allowed to react since being slaves, put on a ship, and coming to a whole different continent that we do not know. No. Mm -hmm. Even though some of us, some black, brown, beautiful people were here on this America before the European white man, but they don't never want to say that shit. More slaves came over without wanting to. Right. And we were told that we are not allowed to react. We were beaten because we were not allowed to react. And today we are still beaten Beaten. for Mm -hmm. reacting, but it's legalized. Right. You know, there's laws around it. There's verbiage around 
you feeling like you can or you can't. And I feel like a lot of our ignorance is ignorant because we are lacking the knowledge to understand legal verbiage. Like, you really don't need a license to be on the road in your vehicle. You really don't. But a lot of people, the majority of people in society don't understand that. Don't understand that, that, yeah. And the majority of people in society are afraid to stand up for themselves because there's an officer. There's somebody of authority telling me to give them something, to show them something. There's only a few of us that'll combat that shit. But it's a lot of us that allow that shit. That'll bow down to it. And I'm sorry, I'm not that person. Listen. I'd bow down for no person. And I understand why some of us march, but I would never march unless there's some action that's happening after that march. I don't understand act I don't understand marches without Well action. Exactly. That it doesn't make sense. That's an unbalanced skill. There has to be action after. And I ain't talking about some um, getting on the podium and saying no speeches and no dumb shit like that. I'm talking about some serious action. So unless there's some action happening, don't call me for no marches. And that is why I get this topic of the hate that hate created. Because put it like this. You can only be nice to a person that's not deserving, that's hateful to a certain point to where you may lose your sanity on the fact that you're not matching this person's level right so you're going to have to make yourself get to a point where you equally hate them just as much as they hate you in order to survive and that's what it is but how dare you get upset because my anger my hate is making you uncomfortable you know it's kind of hard because everything right now can like it cannot be fixed because it's so much that has to be acknowledged it's so much that has to be um, addressed and it's so much that has to be um, brought to a front in order for us to get to the next stage and that's not going to happen no it won't because here in America the land of the free it's just free ignorance it's all an illusion, and uh, I I'm, I can't raise my kids to believe that what they say is what it is. I gotta raise them to understand what they say is only for the privilege. What you receive is what you put into it, mm. and a lot of people, instead of them try, would rather sit and be like, "I'm like this because." But a quote unquote white man trying is too hard sometimes we have to sit and unlearn the trash in order to teach us a future and a lot of people don't want to let go of the trash because they're too scared to try some new shit and that's why right now a lot of the people that you're related to are not helping you a lot of the people you call friends 10 years ago are not helping you a lot of the people that you love and you dedicated years to are not going to help you. Sometimes you got to leave them. 
pretty much what you're saying is that when you get comfortable, that's when you really die. You can't get comfortable. You can't get comfortable in the society. Once you get comfortable, that's when they come get you. Right. This is why I can't stand when I watch the news and they say, I'm here in this area. Let's mm-hmm. say, for instance, it's Alpharetta. Right. I'm here in Alpharetta, a nice neighborhood. But right. there, has, there has been an a influx of uh, overdoses in the past two months. But this is a nice area. I don't this understand. Is a nice, I don't understand. This is a right. beautiful community. It's quiet. How did this happen here? That's a perfect place for that shit to happen because nobody's looking. Right. Nobody's expecting that shit. There's so many documentaries that I purposely make myself watch because you have to understand the time that you're living in. The mindset of people outside of your door that you're going to be around every day in order to know how to move. Right. To to sell drugs, to get drugs, and to have drugs is the easiest shit right now. And that same judge that spent all day changing lives in the worst way and giving time to quote-unquote criminals have Becky and Peter upstairs in their room getting lifted. Getting lifted, yeah. Because they're in a nice area and you don't expect your children to be doing that because they know better. They have good things. They go to a good school. That's, you know, it's kind of like an invitation for people who do not have to go find the people that have so they can get. You never get comfortable. Never get comfortable. And this orange man <laughs> that that's dictating and saying what he's not going to do because he wants his wall, he wants his Legos, and he can't have them because nobody wants to give him the money to build a stupid-ass wall that's not covering the whole border of the United States. But when they had the House and the Senate had both of them, they still didn't do it. So they can't blame this on anybody. Listen, you have this orange man saying that he's cutting off people who've been working their jobs for decades. Decades. And he doesn't give a fuck about how it affects their family, how their kids eat. How they have no insurance pay their bills, exactly. their insurance, anything. They don't care what their worries are. But he's for the American people. Oxymoron. You, you are creating chaos. And I'm not going to be surprised at the fucking crime levels that are going to rise in the next yep. four months. Because when you back people in a corner and where they don't have no options, in order to feed their families. They make an option. They make a way. And the way that they're going to make it is not going to be pretty. Nope. You can't starve newborns out. You can't starve people that spent their life, their retirement, for their homes, for their families, for generations out. Because you're not getting your way. 
but that that's who they put in office so I guess but one thing's for sure it's gonna get a hell of a lot worse before it starts to get better oh hell yeah it's gonna be the purge out here it is that's why like you told me when I asked you how how do I be El Haj Malik when there's too much Malcolm <laughs> X in me and what did you say put the strap on your lap and roll you one there you go <laughs> you prepared keep that head on a swivel boy what are you saying one in the chamber always man don't get comfortable don't let anybody know your next move before you make your next move and I want that's the only way I'm just not some regular person I have a master's degree but I also have a 45. Listen, I know some brilliant men in my life with master's degrees, doctorates, with AK and BB. What? And I'm complete. I'm completely comfortable because in society, with a government like this, it should be your right to protect yourself. It is. But that at the same time, have the knowledge on how to do that in a safe way. Exactly. I maybe have kids, but at the same time, I'm for people having the right to carry, the right to arm themselves. Please go to gun ranges and classes and truly learn how to use that thing. Because you're going to need it. Because you, you clearly can't call the cops and be like, hey... I need your help. Right. Hey, I'm in my house and there's somebody trying to break in because if they come in that hole and, and, and your they back see and they see you and you look too brown. Exactly. Brown kind of look down. like the burglar right now. Yeah, you do. It's crazy. So I definitely have that mentality of shoot first and ask questions later. Fuck around, get, fuck around and get caught by me. You don't want that, bro. I am not an abomination. An abomination is an unbalanced scale. And people always talk about how sweet and nice I am. I am. But I am a balanced scale. So as nice as I am, that other person is even more worse. Y'all don't want to see that, dude. But this is the hate that America has made. This is what you have built. An intelligent black man who ain't taking no shit from nobody who will protect his own and his community to help you us get to. out of this shit. They, you have to, and they hate when they have to respect it. When you when you live somewhere and you know that one in nine black kids or a man will be incarcerated, right? you have to live a certain way. When judges group you, cops group you, instead of see you as an individual, you have to live a certain way. All of that is going to build unhealthy social upbringing. A lack of trust. A lack of men teaching young boys. They don't have no time to love because they're too busy trying to defend. Right. Then you have where they so caught up in the adrenaline outside the home when they come down, they can't even relax to the point where they can respect their woman. So then you see a, a rotation of disrespect. Right. Uh, and disciple. 
you you want you want your your man and and your your son and your 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 nephew or your cousin to take time out to get an education and read a book but they too busy caught up in that shit that they endure today right it's hard and then you put all this weight on a mother who is emotionally stressed has kids to fill in a space of feeling a love that's not gonna leave her but then when you send your kid outside somebody might take it might take your kid bruh and then you live the rest of your life with resentment and then you go to work and they tell you to relax <laughs> we walking <laughs> we walking ticking bombs you might go off <laughs> let one off <laughs> ticking bombs listen even me like I'm the I'm one of the happiest people you'll meet yes you are until you cross me until you try me. And that is true also. And I go to work every every day with a smile. So when I'm ticking. Right. I don't let nobody know when I'm ticking. I have to find a way to sort that shit out and continue about my day. And that in itself is a job. Uh, a big job. Because if I'm not good, my kids can't be good, and I'm definitely not leaving it up to a stranger for them to be good. Right. It's hard because, you know, we begin needing help before receiving it like other cultures. When other cultures need help, their family is allowed to give it to them. Right. Their community is allowed to give it to them. And then we we get thrown the things that everybody else don't want without proper education on how to handle them. Why the fuck would you go through elementary school, middle school, high school, and college without them saying, you know what? Instead of us giving you this PE, or instead of us giving you this home ec, let's give you a budgeting class. Thank you. Let's give you a class on how taxes work. Let's give you a class on how to own property. How to properly invest. Let's give you a class on how money in the United States and other countries is distributed. Right. They don't want you to know that shit. So, they're just leaving it up to me to teach my kids. (laughs) <laughs> the best teacher and I guess I gotta do it <laughs> it's crazy Jewish communities have support Asian communities have support Germans have support Indians from the Republic of India have support predominantly white people have support Native Americans even though they treat them dirty as shit around Canada right now Yes, they about are. this motherfucking pipeline. Pipeline, yeah. They have their support from their yep. people. From their people. Where is our support? And I understand that there's communities and there's support groups for brown women, 
black woman, whatever you want to claim, completely up to you. But where is a support group for black men? When do y'all get like a break? When do y'all have the room or the okay or the green light to chill out and have those discussions? Y'all don't. The other day I was Googling on the internet. I'm just like, let me put in men black support groups. Right, right. Nothing. Nothing is there. You see alcohol support groups. You see um, all of the vices. Drug support groups. Right. But there's nothing that says black black men support groups or men who are black that support other men. Or important topics that I talked about that affect predominantly black men or minority men. And that is a topic that I will be talking about. But <laughs> but that's an issue. That's a problem. It's a huge issue. It's a problem. It's kind of like we sweep it under the wrong rug like you're not allowed to have that. Right. You don't need that. You don't have feelings. Don't nobody give a fuck about that shit. You're just a commodity. We need your body. You're strong. That's it. That's all we need. You're supposed to sit at the the end of the table and I'm supposed to sit here. And you're supposed to make a way. And you're supposed to give me this. And you're supposed to protect me, your kids, and your mom. And because I married you, you're supposed to protect my mom and take care of my mom. And then don't forget to be happy. Oh, you gotta be happy. You know, see you later when you come back from work. That shit is insane. It's stressful, Shan. Stressful. That shit but we don't have insane. nobody to support us, though. That's why one of the reasons that me and my brother we do that our podcast is to let people know. Sometimes you need to just have that time with your with with your support group, with your boy. Like even, even even your boy. So when y'all do this podcast, y'all not sitting across from each other, looking each other in the face. You may be sitting side by side. Right. You may be in a different position, but y'all don't even get that that intimacy that women get when they talk to each other. That's true. That is true. So it's kind of like how do you raise your son or your cousin to look a man in the face when you don't even look your friends in the face or feel comfortable looking them in the face because you're so judged that dog you, you looking at me kind of gay right. or, <laughs> dog pause <laughs> back up give me five feet <laughs> like if you think about it the only time black men embrace other black men is when you're approaching and right. greeting or when you're leaving when you're leaving That's fucked up. And one thing, I, 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 I'm I not ashamed when I tell my, my boys that I love you. I tell them every time I see them, man, I love you. And that's straight from my heart because it's important. You have to. And you know why a lot of men in society tell the media or in songs that I don't love nobody but my kids and my mama. Because those are the people in their lives that tell them on a continuous basis, basis that they love. I love you. Yeah. 
Listen, before before my uncle died, you know, I made it a point whenever I thought about telling him that I love him, I call him up or I text. Him. Okay. And I don't have no other conversation for you. See you later. I gotta go to bed. See you later. I'm going to work. I needed him to know that shit. Because a lot of kids and no matter if you're older or you're younger, you get caught up in your everyday where you forget that a whole human being brought you into this world, raised you, took care of you, had to, wanted to, and then you left them. Mm. And now they have to think about how to take care of themselves only. And want love them or you still appreciate it. Still appreciate it, right. You have to do that shit. And I purposely I never made sure that I tell, you know, my mom or my brothers that I love them just on a birthday, just on Father's Day. Just on this day. I tell them at random. It could be an ex of mine. If you an ex, we ain't talk, I ain't seen you. If I have your number, if I see you out or if I see you on a post and I feel away and I want to say something, I'm going to say it. Because yeah, you'll never get that moment back. People need to get out their egos because a lot of times when your brain tells you to say something to somebody and you let your say ego it. get in the way and your pride, that's, that's a, a spiritual moment where Life is telling you that this person needs this. Mm, right? that's deep. I like that. So a lot of the times it's not about you and it's not about the other person getting a getting a chance to feel like they're they're like, oh she, you know, she still want me. It's not about that. It's, not it's about, about the fact that you probably ain't heard somebody tell tell you that they, they love you or you're valued or you you're proud of them in a long time. Let me go ahead and say it. That could have been like the oomph you needed to go ahead and finish that project. Right. To go to work tomorrow. To get up. And th- that's where you leave the conversation. You ain't even got to go into nothing. All you need is that just little piece right there. A lot of people need to live and get out their pride and their ego so they can be better people. When you when you walk around with anger and um, hate and uh, just doubt, that shit is heavy as shit. And the only the only reason why I know that is because I've done it. Me too. And then, and then when I let that shit go, I feel so much better. Last year, I let everybody know exactly what I felt. I dropped all that shit off. You got a whole bunch and of I, and I, and I felt lighter because I'm tired of I'm tired of about carrying around shit from other people in order for them to feel comfortable in their life. The I mean, thing I, about that, I, we, I, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, go ahead. Like that shit pissed me off. <laughs> I'm saying, we are, <laughs> um, we live that on a daily basis as brown people, though. Because we always, because of what's been placed upon us, 
that heavy weight that we have had to endure, we have no escape from that. Listen, if you ever, and this is for anybody out there, if you ever are in a workplace, in public, in somebody's home, if something is said to a, to that person and they start laughing, get your shit and get out. <laughs> I promise you, get your shit and get out. Because when people start laughing is when they have reached their peak. Right. And the emotion is so overwhelming that you have to get rid of that laughter because what comes after that? <laughs> <laughs> When I tell you, when a woman starts laughing after the last stupid ass thing you've done, get your shit and just get out. Don't say shit. <laughs> get your shit and get out. If a man says, okay. Right. All right. That's, that's the key right there. If I say, okay. Cool. If you go to the back of the car, just leave. <laughs> just go home. It's a good time to go get a pop signal. You can remove yourself from the situation because that's how life is. You sit and you hold shit and you carry shit and shit be weighing on your back and that one person, that one motion, it's a done deal. And then you have to deal with the results after that shit. And when you notice a person's mannerisms change, after situations and you peep it and if you care and you love them then you go make sure they get that breather you go make sure they get that help Help, they have to go to therapy and you can make sure you take care of them take them therapy you do that i'm doing that right now tomorrow for my five-year-old because i'm noticing that she's going through changes that i've never seen before has never been her behavior, has never been this emotional. And because I'm a mother, I'm not going to sweep it under the rug. I'm not going to beat it out of her. I'm not going to brush it off. I'm going to go take her to see a therapist. Right. Which is the right thing to do. And I feel like everybody needs a damn therapist at some point in their life. You may not need it every day for the rest of your life, but at some point in your life, you need a therapist. You need an unbiased opinion that don't know shit about you but what you are willing to share right and I used to think before I went to a therapist that I don't need no therapist I'm really open I tell my friends everything I'm very honest they share everything to me but nobody knows a hundred percent of who you are and we as human beings never give an individual, 100% 100%. of who we are. Because we're imperfect and we always feel vulnerable to the fact that we don't trust to show everyone who we completely are because we don't know what they're going to do with it. But when you you go see a therapist, boy, 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 (laughs) I was bucking naked on her couch. (laughs) Let me tell you! Let me tell you, and the nerve, and then this, and then that. <laughs> because I knew, I knew legally she couldn't share that information. Legally, she wasn't going to call my auntie up 
on my mama up, on my cousins up, on my brothers up, and be like, and then she said this. <laughs> I knew legally she wasn't gonna take no screenshots of my shit. Right. And that is what's happening right now. What do you want, Ian? You could go have some grapes. Uh oh. Go have some fruit snacks. Go away. I'm gonna regret that later, but (laughs) you know, you just have to you have to let go of that shit sometimes. And don't don't feel like obligated to be with someone because society tells you you should have a family of four or you should have a family at this type of way or you should get married get your house and have your kids or you need to have this big ass wedding it's all a waste do that shit how you feel feel right don't let society decide what your life's gonna be nobody is important to the fact that they need to be notified about who you loving and who you choosing and why you want to get married. Personally, I'd rather a man spend his time, his energy, his knowledge, his wisdom with me for a few years. And instead of him go get me a ring, let's go buy some property together. How about that? Let's go buy a house together. Let's live in this house. Let's build this house. And then when we see how we endure one another for at least five years and we saved up enough money, honestly, let's celebrate our togetherness with people that actually been here through these five years of fucking struggle because it is struggle being with someone you love on a daily basis and living with them. But within that struggle also comes the beauty of it. It has to. It's not what I look like. Mm-mm. You know, when we got when, when I was in that white dress coming down that aisle. Not at all. I don't want to get into a marriage 50k deep. 70k deep because I wanted a big wedding and a big dress. I don't give it, I don't care about that shit. I hate dressing up. <laughs> That doesn't mean anything. I don't want no big gaudy ring. I don't want to be the cen- I don't want to be the center of attention. And I feel like what keeps me comfortable not being so in awe about marriage is the fact that people today don't understand the value of it. Oh, right. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm cool on all of that. But that goes in unlearning what society is pushing on you. And now as, you know, black and brown people, we have to be honest and understand where we could be better, what we're not doing, what we're not trying and what we haven't even began to 
criticize of ourselves before we criticize somebody else. Like personally right now, I went to college. I have a bachelor's degree in fine arts, but I'm not providing and working in a career of art for my family. I want to, but that's what I'm working on. But at the same time, if I had to do it over, I can honestly say I would have never went to college because college didn't give me anything I didn't already have. Amen. Right now, I have two um, diplomas of a bachelor's degree in my house, still in the fucking FedEx envelope, never in a frame. Same here. That's funny. <laughs> Same. Listen, here. because when I go to the gas station, ain't nobody asking me to see Man, my about no diploma. Damn Thank when you. I go for a job, ain't nobody asking me to see my fucking right. diploma. Exactly. When I get pulled over, though, nobody gives right. a fuck about to the diploma. <laughs> but society makes you feel like you need that shit. On paper, that shit looks like something, but it don't mean shit if I get okay. into a job and I can't prove. Stop making society tell you how great you are, how amazing you are, what you have to give, what you have to offer, what you can be. That shit don't mean shit. Just, I don't know. I don't know what to tell these people because it's just so many layers of shit. Like pulling back an onion, it never stops. You know how uh, farmers or people that be in the swamp be in a whole motherfucking rubber outfit, <laughs> fucking rubber overalls and long sleeve shirts. <laughs> Talking about is this deep enough? Hell no, go deeper. <laughs> That's how much shit there is to clean up when it comes to being black and living in America. That shit is hard. And I like I wanted a son. Some days I still want one. And some days I'm just like, you know what? I'm cool with my two daughters. Because in society, it's hard to be black. As a a black or a brown male, it's even harder. It's kind of like having a son. It's like living with your heart in your throat the whole time. Because the gun of the society is always pointed at us and ready to kill us. You always the one that's singled out. You always the one that shouldn't be here. You always the one they see first. You always the one that started it. Everybody else got told to quiet down, quiet down, quiet down. And once you say something, get out, go right. through this. Right. You you getting this. You get detention. Go get my belt. But yeah, you still want me to smile and pretend to be happy and dance for you. It's lovely. Oh, wow. Right. Even when even when black and brown men do great things in society, like saving someone from losing their life. When they talk about them in the media, 
they find the dirtiest shit in their background that they trying yep. to grow from. That's true. Post up that mugshot. The mugshot. Post up um, you, you know, in your game colors. And they put that as a headline. Ex-con helps old lady out her burning house. How about William Wilson helps old lady out her burning house? When did ex-con overtake his first and last name? Right. It's that shit. When they get murdered in the street, they look up their mugshot. Yeah. They yeah, look like they're, they're, they're a picture with their gang tattoos. AKA when, their family that they had to go find and make in the street because it wasn't at home. But when little Timmy want to go and shoot up a black church, they find his little school picture. Listen, and before we go taking and lock him up, let's go get him some Burger let's King. Let's go get him some Burger King. Make sure he's fed. The fuck out of here with that. What? Limits, man. Limits. If you uh, put it on some of us, put it on all of us. That equality shit, that's not for us. It's not for us. We have to be able to make our money our way and distribute that shit amongst our family and our friends in order to have some sort of equality within our circle. It's crazy. And then if you want to think if you want to think about government assistance, they know that there's no way to work at a certain income intake and take care of these bills and also put food on the table and also be able to make it to your next payday. But they get you into a position where if you don't work and you don't have money for food, will give you a stipend for food. Yeah. Will give you a certain limitation of money each month as long as you don't go get a job and you don't find work for yourself. Once you get a job and you start working for yourself, you get no help. Nothing from us. Even if that job cannot fully provide for your family to make a living comfortably. That doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. In America, if you're helping yourself, you're finding a way to take from you. In America, if you don't have help for yourself and you're not working and you're not trying, they reward you. So the decision is, do you want to get the reward for yourself or do you want somebody to give you a petty reward? Well said. That is it. There is no confusion. There is no confusion. And that is why right now, with this government such shutdown, the people who decided for the government to reward them, and they didn't want to reward themselves mm-hmm. with their efforts, they're dependent on something that's not coming. I don't know what 
women and children and men are doing who are depending on this government to feed them and clothe them right now. Right. And Lord forbid if they have to go to the hospital. They have no insurance. It's crazy. And then you have these pharmaceutical companies that know that these people are sick, cannot pay for this medicine, and because you do not have insurance, you're not getting it. Right. Not because you need it and you're sick. I'm going to give it to you, but you're not getting it. Not because you can write up your name, your credentials, and then bill this state for the insurance money that was needed and give you this medicine. We're not going to do that because we want our money now. We're not wanting now. Exactly. The compassion is lost if your money ain't right. And that's point blank how it is. America. I'm not saluting shit. Nope. I'm not pledging allegiance to shit. Nope. And no, I'm not watching no fucking predominantly black football teams run up and down the field for somebody European to feel good about their Sunday. For master. I don't give a fuck about that shit. How you a coach of a team of predominantly black men and you make way more money than the people who are on the field hustling back and forth fucking up their bodies all for your entertainment boy and why isn't there a balance of different culture of coaches exactly why is there predominantly damn near what 99% white coaches (laughs) what is that saying what does that look like racism they feeding my family though I can't stand for shit but I gotta play though I gotta play though I'm on the team but they ain't never put me on the field yet maybe next season smile and look cute for the picture right it's not affecting me listen that's a problem when you see foul shit going on and it don't personally affect you directly and you let that shit ride you're equally fucked up. Exactly. You are the enemy. That's just what it is. I don't know. I just want us to be better, but we can't be better if we're not going to be honest. And that's where we start. We have to have honesty amongst ourselves. Just be honest. Be honest and say you need help. Be honest and say you don't know the answer. Be honest and say, yeah, I fucked up. Yeah, I could have been better. Feel so much better than lying. Boy! I tell, I tell people all the time, I said, I don't got enough energy to lie. Mm-mm. And I tell people all the time, don't think about my feelings before you tell me the truth. The Just truth. Tell me the Thank truth. you. Thank you. I can manage my feelings. The moment you lie to me, I have no use for you at all. Listen. And you never forget. Never. You never you never forget when a person disrespects you, mistreats you, lies to you. Um especially if it's uh 
contemplated. Right. And that will overtake everything good that you've done. For sure. Trust me. <laughs> I've had my fair time. <laughs> And that's why these conversations are important. Man. It's life. Like, you gotta have people you love that you can't fuck with. Right. Life. My, um, my mom called me. Well, she called my phone, but she called to speak to my daughter on Christmas. Uh, my mom claims she's a hope witness. First thing that came out of her mouth was Merry Christmas. That's an oxymoron. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Second thing that came out of her mouth was uh, she wanted to see the artwork on my wall. Basically, hmm. she was on video. She was showing it to my brother's dad in Florida. He was on video. Okay. okay. I never talked to him. He never said nothing to me. He usually don't. So she continued to sit on the phone and... Uh, Ask me how cold it is here because you know she's Jamaican. She hates the, hate the cold. Right. But right. it's about you know in the thirties. She was like, ooh. She was like, I'm glad I'm not there. So he was like, don't say that. And she was like, I am because I was there for uh, three years or four years and she didn't appreciate it. So you know me. <laughs> you know telling her not to say that why would you say that you know she was feeling herself and I deep dived with my index finger and I hung up the phone (laughs) I didn't talk to her up until um three days ago wow and mind you since since 16 I've talked to my mom twice a day every day and she lived with me for three and a half years. Yep. Um, up until the beginning of last year. Or 2017, something like that. And um, it's easy to feel that you're in a place that you want to be and point fingers to other people who help you get to that place. And my mom in her head believes that she's the mother of mothers. She's a great mom, but everybody has, you know, areas where they can be better. Right, right. And my mom has always been the mom that every woman wanted to be. Okay. But at the same time, the amount of love she gives, the amount of love that she gives to children has always, you know, made her happy, and I understand that. But her logic, her discipline, her um, ability to stand up to protect and uh, be an authority in the household was never there. But that's a part of being a parent, though. Right. But I, I was never allowed to talk to her about that I was never allowed to state that I wanted that and I was never allowed to talk to her about how she could be better because she took it as 
me talking down to her. She took it as me being negative and me never being happy and me being miserable. And I had to tell her at a certain point, you you had five kids and they're all adults now. I'm the youngest and I'm the only girl. You not living with none of your sons who are married. Some of them are married and have wives. Some of them are living with girlfriends and they have help. I'm living by myself. Doing a great job. With a three bedroom house, which I made sure you had the master bedroom with the bathroom. Mm. I made sure you had a bed. I made sure you got to your doctor's appointment because you do not drive. I made sure you got your health insurance. I made sure you got your medicine. I made sure you were able to not only do what you love in the house, but get paid to have clients come so you can create clothing for them and get you more income. None of your sons ever did that. But yet, I didn't appreciate it. Now, as an adult, if you out there and you are paying adult bills, do you know what it's like to work two or three jobs and wake up mad early and come home mad late and all of your utilities in your house been running all day while you've been at work? Oh, hell no. And that is how I was living for three and a half years. <laughs> because I want you to be comfortable. Right. But yet, you are doing me a favor. Yes, you are keeping my first child, which I do appreciate, but you wanted to do that. I never told you you had to, but me appreciating the fact that you're here to keep my child, and I know she's safe because she's with my mother, Right. I felt like it was my duty to make sure you were comfortable at the home, but she took all of that to be like she did me a favor and I didn't appreciate it because I wanted her to be better as a grandparent for her granddaughters because I saw where she could have been better for me there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with that but in life you have to be able to take criticism that's constructive no matter how old you are and I think when old people get to a certain age, my G, they do not take it. <laughs> they're setting they're set their ways. I'm dead ass serious. They're setting their ways and they'll never want to hear where they could be better because they take it as you're telling them that they're, that they're completely wrong. Right, right. So it got to a point where I was like, you know what? This is how I want to raise my kids. This is how I want to come home and be comfortable in my house. If you can't respect it and you got a problem with it, please figure out where you want to be and be happy. She chose to stay in Florida. Okay. Now, my mother is 66. I am not bothered by the fact that she lives in Florida. I'm not bothered by the fact that she wants to be in Florida, but don't ever feel like you need to step up on me in a negative sense to anybody in order to make yourself feel good about what decision you make. And in life, why I bring this up, you have to be aware and able to take criticism 
before you point fingers somewhere else. Because when I did call her back a couple of days ago, she asked me, was there something wrong with your phone where I couldn't get through? I said, no. <laughs> I said, no, not at all. I blocked you. <laughs> because I didn't know how to speak to you and not go all the way off respectfully. So I had to not talk to you. And people, that is actually an adult decision. Boy! And when I said that, she was like, oh. Hey, Anya! Hey, Ari! Like, <laughs> she didn't want to talk about shit no more. <laughs> because some people get stuck in their way, and that's right. fine. But you have to be able to be completely honest to people that's stuck in their way and move around. Listen, I don't care Listen. who you are. I've been checking since checking. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. So what would you say would be a beginning solution for how black people maneuver and live and survive in this America that we got? Well, it all starts with being honest with first with yourself and then with your family, and then your community. Um, we got to get out of this illusion that America has placed upon us. You know, this is not, this society is not for us. It's not built for us. It was built, it was built to keep us down. So we have to realize that that's where everything that you're doing, going to um, elementary schools, high schools, colleges, all that shit is not for us. And in all actuality, it's just a way for them to continue the economic growth that they're doing to help America succeed. We have to get out of that illusion and start looking amongst ourselves to build our own community. Um, so that's for me, that's where I think it should start. It starts with reading, researching, understanding who you are, being honest with who you are, and being able to have that first conversation with um, the youth. Because um, a lot of our generations have missed the mark. So we have to start with the, the, the youth that we have now to make sure that they're on a better path than we have. I agree. My version of that answer is very simple. As black and brown people, we need to stop the thought and the feelings of America owes us shit. True. Because if we keep thinking that somebody owes us shit, we gotta keep looking for them to yeah. save us, to relieve us, and that's not coming. That is it. Once you do that shit, you are on a whole nother vibe, you're on a whole nother plan, and you got a different mindset. And that's the truth. That white flag ain't coming. <laughs> that ship has sailed a long time it's not. ago. It's not. So I think we need to get out here and do ourselves. And uh, that's what's going to help this. And don't steer away from, you know, topics that are hard to swallow because those are the topics that need to be had. And uh, that's what's going to make us better. Period. And a lot of those topics are spoken on. She gets it. She gets a podcast. And also your podcast. With that being said, tell them where to find you. Uh, I am the eight. You can find me at Beats. Bud and Bros on Anchor. And it's also on iTunes. And iTunes. You know, however you want to listen. But y'all be great. 
and don't uh, be ashamed of your brownness. Period. Exactly. And I definitely appreciate you, Shan. No, I appreciate this. You know, I you know I have a love for intelligent black and brown men. And I the same for black and brown women. Thank you, Zon. Thank you, Shan. We gotta do this again, baby. Of course. Deuces. <laughs> Deuces. What up, y'all? Thank you for listening to She Gets a Podcast. My name is Shan. You can find me at www.whoisshan.com. If you're a creative, email me at info at whoisshan.com. If you would like to do a feature on one of these episodes, I would love to talk and figure out what is it that you do that you're great at and share it with the world. She Gets It Podcast is available on many platforms. You have iTunes, you have Anchor, Pocket Cast, Spotify, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, Breaker, CastBox, Overcast, Podbean, hopefully more to come. YouTube, hmm, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about doing a YouTube uh, channel maybe in the future. But if you want to reach me, you can reach me at Shan underscore gets it on IG. Other than that, y'all be great and uh, see you soon.